the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Gosh, are the beaches in San Diego County going to be open this weekend or not? This is making me insane. I've got multiple monitors up in the studio. One's got beaches will stay open in San Diego County, and another one's got the opening of some beaches is halted. We, we don't know what the huh is going on. What the huh? You know, that's the favorite word of uh, Joe Biden, also known as what the huh? What the huh? Also, uh, Joe Biden, other lovingly known as Grandpa Grandpa Badfinger. <laughs> Absolutely. I've been reduced to, to just opening the show in a fit of laughter because I'm, I'm, are we all close to break, a breaking point with this? I mean, seriously, are we, are we close to a breaking point? I mean, I don't know whether to laugh or what to do at this point because I'm losing my mind. Hat tip to the Michigan protesters, some of which were armed, which they have every right to do. I know that that uh, all, all over the world it's trending that they want uh, they uh, people want the citizens of Michigan who had every right to carry according to the laws of the land in Michigan as well as the Second Amendment to go peacefully protest armed to send a message to the governor of Michigan that she does not have the right to be acting like her uh, uh, a female Hugo Chavez which is exactly what's going on at state and local levels across this country. And it is time for us to have our country back. We were sold a bunch of lies. We were told 15 days to flatten the curve. And it went from here in California, especially, it went from flatten the curve to stop the spread to we've got to manage the risk. And now Gavin Newsom comes out today and says, now we got to manage behavior. Didn't anybody see that coming from the jump? Manage behavior. I don't recognize my country. Do you? Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. 888-344-1170. What do we do, people? Do you support the Michigan protesters? Uh, somebody posted on Facebook a meme that said, my Facebook feed right now, and it shows the British saying, wear your masks. And it shows the uh, Americans from the uh, revolution saying, kiss my blank. And that's really where we're at in this country because this is not even just about uh, whether we can't, there is no reopening if they're still able to control every aspect of our lives for these phony, ridiculous, moronic social distancing guidelines. I don't care whether or not now the farmers markets are going to be opening in, in San Diego, but they tell you you've got to be six feet. No customer can be within six feet of each other. Well, who's there measuring this? Before I go on, let me bring in my... We've got a couple great guests for you guys tonight. Uh, We've got um, Tracy Beans is going to be back from Undercover DC to talk about the latest news that's that's continuing to come out. It's like the dam's been broke. It's like that Christopher Wray, Trump appointee, by the way. This just goes to show how deep the deep state is. This was not just about Sean Hannity, four people at the top of the FBI. Now, this is far deeper than that. For two and a half years now, the guy that pledged to clean up the FBI has had his finger in the dam to try to stop the truth from coming out. It's getting even worse, more evidence coming out the way that Michael Flynn was targeted for his politics. Tracy Beans from Undercover DC is going to be here. 
Um, there's so much more that because they want to push this pandemic for control all day, 24 hours a day, uh, there's major stories that affect the United States going forward that nobody's talking about. One of which is, does anybody know if Rocket Man Kim Jong-un is alive or not? We've got a historian who's going to be on the show later to talk about really how bad things can be if he dies and there's no clear successor. You know, this was a man that, uh, you know, three years ago, everybody was saying we can't have President Trump. He's going to lead us into the Third World War and we're going to be wiped off the bat by NOCO. So this is a very serious story nobody's talking about. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. We are streaming live on Facebook at The Answer San Diego, as well as in our our fun, private Facebook group called Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. And the man who keeps it rolling every night of the week here and who will take your calls if you feel like calling in is the man, the myth, the legend. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Can really share it. Give it up for DJ Carrot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this Kim Jong-un thing is very interesting, and I think it's one of these things. I just hope it's not one of those ones you don't know how good you got it till it's gone if his successor is going to be like more like Kim Jong-il's father. Well, this is one reason why we got to get America back opened because there's many reasons, benefits, and advantages we've had. Uh, as being the world's largest economic superpower. And that's because it kept us safe with the world's uh, greatest superpower in the form of military might. It's how we've how we've been able to uh, get rid of the scourge that has been communism, which is now on our shores and live and well in the United States. It's how we've it's how we've stopped not how we it defeated Nazism in this country. We have been the world's military. We have been the world's police. We've got to get this country back reopened because we have very real enemies that we face. The Islamists that want to destroy us are still alive and well and plan to do so. The uh, the NOCOs of the world and China of the world, these enemies that we face, have not gone away. Oh, we got to hear about how the virus hasn't gone away. Well, neither has the threats that we face nationally from the, these bad actors around the world. We've got to get America reopened. But I don't recognize my country today. Guess what's happening today? We went from TP rationing uh, and hand sanitizer rationing. Today, stores are now meat rationing. Because on the basis of no, no scientific evidence whatsoever, not even any anecdotal evidence, we shut down this country and, just, and damaged severely every aspect of our supply chain, now including our food. So guess what? If you were worried you were going to be able to feed your family some protein coming down, you're now going to be face some rationing just like toilet paper. Hope you enjoy your canned frijoles. Hope you like some Kraft macaroni and cheese. Hopefully you're not worried that you've got a bad immune system brewing and you really needed to eat lean lean meat and veggies because that's going to be harder to do so. I don't recognize my country when I'm being forced, told that I've got I've to put some facial covering over me to protect me. That's the kind of crap that happens in Afghanistan under the Taliban. I don't recognize my country where some governor gets to come out and declare, oh, you know what, you've got guys that have been good, so I'll, I'll let you out onto the beaches this weekend, but only allowed to swim, and you're only allowed to walk up and down the beach, and even if you're Drew Brees and you've got a little kid with you, don't you dare think that you're going to sit and rest for two seconds or allow your kid and his little tired legs to rest. You better keep it moving or we're going to arrest you. Then he comes out and says, you know what? I saw images. You and OC, you crowded these beaches. Now I got to pull it back and shut down the beaches everywhere. And reportedly, those the images that he used to, to make that statement were phony. They were false. Some Orange County Register, I guess, used some special type of technique to make it look more crowded. On top of it, though, He went directly to the police department of Orange County and ordered them to to arrest people. 
The police department in Orange County reports to the Orange County City Council. So there's quite a quite a, a potential issue going on with our law enforcement where we have the governor going directly to police departments and ordering arrest of people. This man needs to be stopped. And I'm aware that the Department of Justice sent a letter out on the 27th and said to states, you better get back off of these martial law and reopen things May 1. Or we're going to or we're, you might you're going to be faced with losing federal funds. That's not going to go far enough. There were threats to withhold federal funds before over sanctuary cities. It didn't happen. That's not going to be enough. We need Department of Justice to begin to file lawsuits. The Supreme Court heard uh, it said, um, well, I guess I'm, you know what? I'm going to save that story for later. The Supreme Court, because I want to get into a little detail. I'm running out of time on it. The Supreme Court kind of weighed in a little bit on a dictator in Pennsylvania. And I'll tell you guys about that later. But coming up, we're going to take a break. We've got Tracy Beans here from Undercover DC. And she's here to talk about the latest involving the Michael Flynn targeting and framing. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days. Make 2020 a year you'll never forget. And join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world. And you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Join Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd through 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. I'm Dennis Prager. Don't believe that you can safely sell your home for top dollar during this COVID-19 crisis. Since the statewide stay-at-home order, the Jim Butrell real estate team has averaged selling a home every single day for top dollar while maintaining his number one priority, the safety of his buyers and sellers, using his safe home selling system. Right now is your opportunity to sell your home with the Jim Butrell safe home selling system, while most other sellers have pulled their homes from the market and while most other realtors are not working. Real estate is essential and the Jim Batrell team can either guarantee the sale of your home or simply get you a rapid cash offer. So if you're thinking of selling or you just want to talk through your options, call a man I trust, Jim Batrell at Ardent Real Estate, 800-498-SOLD. That's 800-498-SOLD. Call Jim Batrell and your home will sell 800 498 Sold. This is Sebastian Gorka. I am taking as many listeners as I can on the Stand with Israel trip and have my friend and entrepreneur Mike Lindell of My Pillow coming with us. What better way to celebrate the lifting of restrictions than to get out and see the Holy Land with me and Mike Lindell? Join us for the December Stand with Israel tour. Join Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour, December 2nd through 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. 
Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I am Danica Bourne. And we are the owners of South Coast Tax. We wanted to send a prayer out to all of our listeners experiencing illness, financial hardship, and stress during this temporary challenge we are all facing. It is a difficult holy season, but we are in this together with you as our family, and we are united as one. At South Coast Tax, we know God has all of us in His arm, protecting us and always guiding us to where we need to be in life. In Psalms 91, this I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust Him, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from every deadly disease. He will cover us with His feathers. He will shelter us with His wings. His faithful promise are our armor and protection. We will not only survive, but we will thrive and rise up with our Lord's help. God has placed you right where you need to be, and your family at South Coast Tax will be right beside you throughout this journey. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 exciting days. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Let's beat Corona. We got this, San Diego. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. 888-344-1170. There are tomorrow, May Day. Believe it or not, I usually yammer on May Day and complain about how it's really about Marxism and and, and all that. May Day tomorrow is about Americans saying we workers want to get back to work. It's it's not about uh, wanting... uh, you know, the, the Marxist version of May Day. It's about, hey, we want to reopen America. There's rallies. People are asking me where the rallies are in San Diego tomorrow. I'm not really sure. If I get that information, I'll let you know. But I did share the drive through protest, the route I shared, I think that on Kaniacs earlier, that's been making the rounds on Facebook in Sacramento tomorrow. There's a specific route they want everybody to follow with their cars. To me, I kind of wish that people would do like a Michigan style uh, protest at the at the the um, state house there in, in Sacramento. Um, it's not to me, it's not much of a protest when you're when you're willing to submit to the social distancing Taliban-esque social distancing guidelines, which are unconstitutional. Um, you know, t- telling telling anybody they got to wear a facial covering for their own protection is the kind of thing that happens in Tehran. Should not be happening in this country. It's not scientific. It's moronic. And same thing with the masks. Switching gears. Well, I, you know, actually not switching gears. I said at the open, I don't recognize my country. I don't recognize my country with all that going on. And I don't recognize my country when the FBI, what was once a respected institution, the top law enforcement agency in the land, has been blatantly targeting, going after people strictly for their politics. And the, we've known all along. where Our guts told us that's what's been going on. There's been evidence of that. But what came out yesterday was, was absolutely eye-popping, shockingly bad, and it got even worse today. And joining me now to discuss is a gal. She's kind of an expert on the whole Michael Flynn thing because there are so many details to it. And you've heard a lot of the deets from Sydney Powell has been on the show a million times. Um, but this, uh, Tracy Beans is with me now, and she's from Undercover DC, and she brings a, a, a different perspective than even just Michael Flynn's attorney. Hi, Tracy. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, thanks for having me tonight. 
Okay, so um, it went from bad to worse. Yesterday, we see notes that they're, gee, you know, brainstorming like we used to do in corporate America. Okay, you know, let's let's think about our agenda items, you know, for our meeting today. Are we going to just get him fired here? Or is the goal to get him prosecuted? Then today, we find out it's even worse with Peter Strzok. Bring everybody up to st- speed on the latest of what's happening here. Yeah, a lot happened today. Just just horrible addition. And I loved your intro I'm with you on that 100%, by the way. I um, completely agree. <laughs> so, But today we got a ton of information in the case, another 12 pages of um, notes released from the Timothy Shea in conjunction with um, a special U.S. attorney appointed to the case by William Barr to take a look at what really happened during the Michael Flynn case. Um, and he released some exculpatory information, some more information that we were not, that General Flynn was not given um, when he was supposed to be given. And the most interesting thing for me is that the uh, the documents are labeled with the special counsel's office base number, meaning that the special counsel's office had all of this, mm. meaning that Brendan Van Grack, who was the attorney, withheld this counter to, you know, Judge Sullivan's Brady order. Um, now that so attorney being that was one of the defense attorneys, or an attorney from the special prosecutor's office. Brandon Van Grack was from the special counsel's office. He was right. the one who brought okay. this case through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot that came out today. Um, well, excuse we me learned- for interrupting. The reason why I was asking is because it came. It, it's dis- incredibly disturbing that the, that his own law firm that he retained. Uh, trying to use the excuse that they didn't hand over 20,000 documents because they did a bad LexisNexis uh, search in their computers. Uh, They didn't go to him and and tell Michael Flynn that there was offers of of immunity on the table. This is the same law firm, by the way, whose whose partner, I don't know if he's managing partner or not, is Eric Holder. So to me, there's a collusion going on with his original team of attorneys along with the special prosecutor's office and as well as, in my opinion, the judge. I agree with you. I don't know. You know, I don't know what Judge Sullivan is going to do, but he hasn't been very kind to the uh, opposing parties. He's been a little more kind to General Flynn the past couple of days with his minute orders. Today, we learned that, though, that um, as of January 4th, 2017, the FBI, uh, during the crossfire hurricane investigation, they looked every which way from Sunday for some sort of derogatory uh, information on Flynn going to um, going to the CIA, the DIA, and the FBI and asking them to run their files and see what they could find. Absolutely nothing on General Flynn there. The only thing they had was uh, information they got from confidential human source Stefan Halper, who shared with them the dinner that Svetlana Lakova was, was visiting um, in, in UK for Cambridge, where supposedly General Flynn had an affair with this, quote, Russian agent. Svetlana Lakova is not a Russian agent. She was a scholar who was attending that dinner. Um, they were all vetted by everybody. The DIA vetted every single person there. And so Stefan Halper concocted this Russian spy uh, affair in order to get some dirt on, on General Flynn. It was completely made up. So they closed the crossfire hurricane portion of this on January 4th. Peter Strzok and Lisa Page began emailing each other information about the Logan Act, um, accidentally wanted to close the case, didn't close the case by accident. Peter Strzok was frantically texting Joseph Bianca asking if he had actually closed the case out yet. They said no, kept it open, and that's when all the Logan, uh, the Logan Act talk started, and that's when all these other notes proceeded. And we get more information as well that Lisa Page was very heavily involved with editing the 302s that Joseph Pienko wrote 
to say what they wanted them to say, but keep it in his voice. In other words, if you write a note to somebody, dear so-and-so, and and then your friend comes by and says, no, no, there's tons of mistakes in here. I got to change this. But I don't want to change it so much that they think it's me writing it. This was discussed in these messages that were released today. Well, everybody's been playing all day the the snide, snarky, disgustingly arrogant, mocking, joking way that Jim Comey bragged to that equally foul, equally odious, odorous uh, Nicole Wallace, uh, bragging Mm -hmm. about how he, uh, you know, how'd you get that meeting, she asked. I sent him there. Yeah, I took advantage of the fact that there just weren't an organized administration. I sent them there. Well, thank you um, in your arrogance, Jim Comey, for putting your fingerprints all over this. But is is there any documentation so far that ties him to the goals and what the notes say and what they were trying to accomplish in the meeting? I haven't seen a Jim Comey tie, but that's not to say that he's not underneath some of the redactions that were in these documents. There's Bill Priestep involved. There's Jim Baker, James Baker involved. There is uh, Bill Priestep heavily involved. Those first handwritten notes that we got were his were his notes. Um, obviously, Lisa Page and Peter Strzok and the missing agent, the one that's never been publicly named, Joseph Bianca, who was involved in this case, Crossfire Hurricane, as well as the mid-year exam case against Hillary Clinton for her emails. Why? So excuse, me guys, for, excuse me for interrupting, Tracy, but I'm flashing on this yeah. name, Bill Priestap, and I'm re, and I'm and I'm flashing on notes I've got at home that that he's he- was heavily involved too in this Ukraine uh, impeachment, Ukrainian whistleblower phone call s- story, and that 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 he was tied to so much that was going on with Ukraine involved the dossier and people that were involved in the dossier and involved Bill Priestap. There's crossover going on in every, in all of these same people in these multiple impeachment attempts. Yes. These people were, if they're still there now, Bill Priestap put in his retirement, he's going to retire, but if they're still there, they're still not friends. They're still not friendly. They're still working to undermine uh, President Trump and what's been going on in government for the past five years now, four years that we know about. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think that this started overnight. Just no. imagine how many other people that <laughs> they did this to. Um, it, it, it's it's frightening. What's more frightening to, to me, though, and I'm sure you've noticed this, are the people on the left tying themselves into pretzels, trying to make excuses and you know, mm-hmm. justify the behavior by the FBI yeah. in, in this instance. Well, and, and you would think that, that they would be smart enough for their own sense of self-preservation, Tracy, to understand the risk that the, what this means to America, that we have this kind of, I don't know which analogy is best to use, um, you know, uh, you know um, undercover anti-citizen police force going on, specifically targeting Americans. And if you don't think that it could happen to you after it happening to Michael Flynn, you need to pull your head out. This should shock the conscience of every American out there. However Democrat, however much you hate Trump, this should scare you. Um, I, I, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to make a mental note to myself to research how this ties into pre-stap and the whole whistleblower thing, because, and I think it's all tied together because this was all part of this, Russian collusion hoax and for which they they brought Mueller in they 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 uh, and even though and all the phony FISA warrants and the dossier that was used and the dossier had Ukrainian ties and Bill Ukraine Priest, was a big piece Ukraine was a big piece of this and Bill Priestap was buddies with 
I think some of the ambassadors and people that were involved in trying to keep Ukrainian officials from coming here and spilling the beans as to who was coordinating with the Democrats to try to come up with, to try to go after Paul Manafort. Um, so yep. it, it, the, this is Michael Flynn was not the only one at the time. He's not the only one. They, it, there are many Americans that are still uh, under in the targets, in my opinion, of these deep state actors, and they all need to be prosecuted. Last question for you. You've done all this research here and you understand all this. Uh, so I'm sure you've also been looking at Christopher Ray and A.G. Barr and wondering, mm-hmm. uh, Christopher Ray, in my opinion, needs to be fired immediately because he was a part of stonewalling and refusing to produce documents and get the truth out there. He's allowed an American citizen to be railroaded like this um, and persecuted like this. And then A.G. Barr, do you believe anybody will be held accountable? Yes, I do. I, I firmly believe it, actually. And a lot of people laugh at me because they say there's no way this will ever, no one will ever face accountability. And, you know, people, it's been a long time, so people are thinking it's running out the clock. But I want everyone to remember that as of October of 2018, that was the first time we learned that John Durham was on this case. We learned it from from Baker. Uh, he was testifying in front of Jim Jordan and Mark Meadows at the House, and they asked him a question about David Korn. He said he couldn't answer because there was a criminal investigation ongoing and mentioned that it was John Durham who was doing that criminal investigation. So we're we're getting towards the end where this stuff is really going to start coming to the surface now, especially because he's increased the size of the team over there. He's brought on more people. They've expanded out to take a look back at the special counsel. And I just want to leave on one point. They dug through... General Flynn and Donald Trump's lives looking for a needle, any needle in this massive haystack. And the only thing that they could do was make up, Mm -hmm. invent Mm -hmm. crimes that these two gentlemen committed. You know, other folks, you know, Manafort had some tax issues. Gates had some problems. But but Trump and and Flynn, they, they had to invent crimes in order to try to take them down. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton is still wandering free after she committed at least 30,000 felonies in the form of deleting 30,000 government documents that were in her possession that were under subpoena. Uh, she's the one who colluded with a foreign government to interfere in our elections. She also launched a cover-up to, uh, to cover up the lives of Americans that died under her watch that she was directly responsible for. We haven't. She has never been held accountable financially, criminally, and otherwise for the Clinton Foundation and the pay-for-play scheme uh, with that fraud of a charity and using the State Department uh, to line the pockets of the Clinton Foundation and her husband and her daughter. So meanwhile, we've got Michael Flynn, who's been financially ruined. uh, And I don't even know how I met General Flynn before. I don't even know how he and his family have been able to cope, you know, mentally and psychologically. I mean, what what they've been through is just hell. And you've got all these other people, Comey, McCabe, and Strzok, Hillary Clinton, Comey, and Obama. Because I ain't believing for a second, Tracy, that Obama didn't have his fingers on all this we've yet to i don't know that that it'll ever be tied to him but we know that he was behind it because i think that they went after flynn because when valerie jarrett said i'll leave you with this when valerie jarrett said we got our enemies list and people will be punished for how they've gone against us that's why i think they went after flynn finally tell everybody how they can yeah, thank you. Okay, tell everybody, follow Tracy on Twitter at uh, Tracy Beans, that T-R-A-C-Y-B-E-A-N-Z, and it's UndercoverDC.com, yes? Uncover DC. Uncover DC.com. All right, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Okay. All right, now we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. We're going to go all the way around the world to NOCO. We don't have any idea as to what's going on with the pandemic in NOCO. They must not have it because, I mean, nobody goes to NOCO unless you're Dennis Rodman, right? 
He did say they didn't have any cases. Yeah, well, and I believe him, right? Yeah. All right, we're going to talk Rocket Man, NOCO, when we come back. Is he dead or alive? I don't know. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619-992-7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. Sebastian Gorka here with America First Heard weekdays at 12 p.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Gallagher, Prager, Schneider, Elder, K. Horn, Martin, and me, Sebastian Gorka, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. The First Amendment and the very idea of free speech are under attack in America. Hey, it's Ed Martin of the Pro-America Report. And the number one political documentary of 2019, No Safe Spaces, is now available to watch at home at nosafespaces.com. This is a movie Hollywood doesn't want you to see, so you won't find it on any streaming service. It's just not out there. It's only available for this limited time at nosafespaces.com. No Safe Spaces stars our very own Dennis Prager and comedian and podcast king, Adam Carolla, and they reveal how America has become a dangerous place to speak your mind and share ideas. And these guys, they do it in an entertaining and a powerful way. It's no wonder why critics have called No Safe Spaces smart, vital, urgent, and one of the most important documentaries that you need to see today. Use offer code SAVE25, that's SAVE25, for a 25% discount. Support this film. It shares our American values. Visit nosafespaces.com today. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days. Make 2020 a year you'll never forget. And join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world. And you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Join Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd through 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Red states versus blue, urban versus rural. As federal government keeps growing bigger, we the people are getting angrier when our side doesn't win. Are we at risk of becoming a nation permanently divided? In his latest book, Power to the States, How Federalism 2.0 Can Make America Governable Again, talk show host and author Bob Zadek explores factions and divisions that are inevitable and a solution that's been there in the Constitution all along. Power to the States features conversations with top scholars, statesmen, and a sitting state Supreme Court judge. Bob and his guests show how liberals and and conservatives are rediscovering the virtues of federalism where states become laboratories of democracy and citizens vote with their feet when they don't like what government is doing. Order your copy of Power to the States at BobZadek.com today. Z-A-D-E-K. A house divided can't stand, but healthy competition between the states can make America more prosperous than ever before. Power to the States, how federalism 2.0 can make America governable again. Available now at BobZadek.com. That's BobZadek.com. 
If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 exciting days. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Um, I've been using the term dictator quite a bit in regards to Gavin Newsom. I don't know how any other way you can describe it, in my opinion. I don't know that he's... Hit one of history's nine most insane rulers, but he's starting to look pretty insane to me. Joining me now to discuss uh, Kim Jong-un, Rocket Man, and what's going on with him is Scott Rank. He's author of 12 books. That's amazing. 12 books. He's a historian. He's got a podcast uh, in which he shares history, and he's got a new book out called History's Nine Most Insane Rulers. And um, he's here to talk about Kim Jong-un and what we need to know about what happens if Kim... We don't know if Kim Jong-un is alive or not. If he dies, we don't really know what the succession plan is. Everybody's talking about the pandemic. But we got to get America back open so that we can stay economically sound, so that we can fund our military and make sure that we're protected against crazy dictator Rocket Man. Joining me now to discuss this is the author of the aforementioned book, and it's Scott Rank. Hi, Scott. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you for having me. Okay, so history's nine most insane rulers. Um, is Kim Jong-un on that list? His father definitely is. And Kim Jong-il, I think if we give Kim Jong-un enough time, a few years, if he is alive, as you said, he could definitely make it, but he needs to marinate in it like his father did, and I think he can. Okay. Is he alive or dead? <laughs> I don't have that uh, intelligence uh, line there, but um, in terms of what will happen with him, uh, what happens next, if he is in fact dead, I could see one or two people replacing him. Um, one type of person could be a puppet, uh, someone who's a leader in name only, but real power is held by someone else, like a King George III of Great Britain, whose son ruled when he was going insane, but had imaginary conversations with the dead. But the second type might, you know, the, the second type of person that could replace him, I think, is more likely. And that's where you get a strong man who has their own goon squad, like an Idi Amin, mm-hmm. uh, who sends hundreds of thousands to torture chambers or anyone else who isn't 200 percent loyal. So that sounds more like North Korea to me. What about the sister? Uh, it's interesting. I mean, she has a Western education. I think she was educated in Switzerland, uh, like Kim Jong-un was. Now, she seems more level-headed, although that seems to be more uh, press uh, nurturing than anything else. But I think what could happen is someone like a Kim Jong-un or Muammar Gaddafi, people like them in recent history, when we look at them and think, how, how do you believe what you believe? Kim Jong-il said he shot 18 holes in one, when if you or I said that, people would laugh at us, and they should laugh at us. But I think they were, they're disconnected from reality, like a Hollywood celebrity. No one around them is there to say no, or they get liquidated. Mm-hmm. And if you have that going on for years and then decades, I think that's how they end up the way that they are. What, what opportunity does this present to the U.S. 
He may be dead. It, it, we, we are so lacking in information. I would like to think that we had, you know, intelligence operatives on the ground there and able to really have us understand really what's happening there. But all of our intelligence agencies are all focused on going after people they don't like within the Trump administration. And they're not. And it's been one intelligence failure after the other, whether it's been involving Islamic terror or, or something else. Um, but is there an opportunity Take us through the what, the possibilities of he dies and what kind of successor he may get, or if there and whether or not there's an opportunity there for the United States to do something about NOCO to free the people there well, and help I free can, the people. Yeah, that's a good question, and I, I can give an analogy of a nation kind of like North Korea, and people are very resilient at suffering under the absolute worst people you can imagine. So. Um, the former leader of Turkmenistan, Akbar Turkmenbashi, he ruled after the Soviet Union fell until the 2000s. He is completely out there. He had an 80-foot-tall golden statue of himself that always rotated to face the sun. <laughs> he renamed uh, days of the week after himself and his dead mother and renamed an asteroid after himself. He had a Akbar Turkmenbashi-style vodka. And something that really sounds like a thing the King family would do in North Korea he wasn't completely literate, but he wrote a holy book and said that God appeared to him a dream and claimed, if you read this three times, you'll automatically go to heaven. Now, when he was in power for 15 years, and you think if someone like that is ruling, the nation is going to fall apart. But he died in 2006, and the person who replaced him took power. There was a peaceful transfer of power, and Turkmenistan has slightly gotten better. So I'm not saying that's going to happen in North Korea, but I think it speaks to the resilience of people to survive through the worst possible situations. Well, but the problem is um, that if, if they've never been, if they've never had an opportunity, they don't understand anything about West, Western culture. They've never taught, been taught anything about capitalism or free market systems. I mean, you've got people in far better situations country-wise that, that come here and want to immigrate to the United States and then try to turn us into the same uh, blank hole socialist country that they left because if you know because they they don't haven't had any exposure any education on it we got Americans right now they're all happy to be told that, that they got to stay inside and can't go, can't go to a beach and sit in a chair and are forced to wear you know a facial cover not unlike the niqab so it's like the idea that that you know that all these people over in NOCO are gonna you know suddenly you know get a different system for themselves and rise up I'm just without some help I don't see it happening I mean that they would love to be able to do that in Iran I mean, the average age of Iranians over there are in their 20s, and they've not been effectively able to, you know, take down that regime, I think in part because they're not armed. Um, but at least they at least they protest, you know, over there, and at least they're fighting for something. They may be in NOCO, and we just don't know about it. Yeah, I think that it's very hard to know. I mean, another analogy is Idi Amin in Uganda in the 60s and 70s who— slaughters something like 5% of his people, not quite to the level of North Korea, but it's getting up there in numbers. And people there, too, they they had the feeling that they were living in a prison state because they were. You didn't know if your neighbor was a paid informant or not. Uh, you didn't know if you, you couldn't form a revolution simply because everyone was afraid of who it was or wasn't going to report on them. And it had a chilling effect across society. Uh, North Korea goes farther, like you said. It almost sounds like 1984, even though that can usually seem like hyperbole to say. Uganda was able to reform afterwards. It took significant outside help from its neighbors to rebuild this crumbling system, and it's doing much better today. So um, 
Well, South Korea could clearly help out. South Korea could clearly help out. Do you have a name? You've said, you know, you've kind of given some vague who the type of person it would be. Do you do you have any idea in terms of names? Uh, Type of person to do what? um, Replace uh, Kim Jong Un. Do we know who's in the room? um, it, it would most likely be a sister. I think I've read in the news that his uncle is somebody who would step in. And okay. for better or for worse, it, it's a very entrenched dynasty. And North Korea seems to do very well, a little well, except to keep the very small cadre of people in power continuing to stay in power. That and prison camps, that's all it seems to be able to do well. How do you think it, when you look back years from now and you're writing books on the history of American dictatorships, how do you, how do you think that this, what we're going through right now, and what's going on at different state levels. How do you think you're going to write about this? Well, I try to be an optimist. I mean, with COVID-19 and everything else, I think, okay, we, we suffered worse ca- pandemics than this. And I absolutely understand the concerns that people have when someone elected to a major party is openly espousing socialism. That is red flags. Um, and when people talk about the 2020 presidential election on the left, they'll say Donald Trump has narcissistic personality disorder. On the right, people will say Joe Biden has early onset dementia and whatever the truth of those two claims. Um, just I mean, with this book project about history's nine most insane rulers, I think there are people in an absolutely different galaxy uh, of mental incompetence that we have today. And to the, the very low bar that Joe Biden uh, clears and people who oppose Donald Trump, um, they anyone acknowledges those two are functional adults who can speak in front of a crowd of people and you can't say that for a lot of people in the past and we're not under that so i suppose that's my level of guarded optimism well that's good you know i i'm <laughs> it's it's kind of shocking though I, I can't wait to read your book because i'm i'm thinking ugo chavez isn't on the top nine um you know castro <laughs> it's like i can't wait to read about these crazy people if there's if there's even worse than that going on so um i love history and i love learning about different societies and and I think it's, you know, um, I can't remember, you keep talking about Idi Amin, and I can't remember what movie I saw about him that was so well done, that was amazing recently. Um, Last uh, King of Scotland? Yes. Who was the actor who played Yeah, that him? was scary. Yes. Uh Forrest Whitaker. Forrest right? Whitaker, yes. Everybody, we don't teach enough history anymore in, in our schools at all, and most people don't understand, and I think it's because our schools have become indoctrination centers, but that was an amazing movie, and everybody needs needs to watch that and get educated about him because wasn't he still in power when the plane was hijacked and and the people were killed? That's a different... Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Where um, there was a flight from Israel, and I might, you know, fudge on some of the facts, but yeah, Benjamin uh, uh, Bibi's brother was on the uh, was there was one of the people who tried to rescue them and was killed. Absolutely, I mean, he was uh, Idi Amin was openly cavorting with Muammar Gaddafi and mm-hmm. the Palestinian terrorist groups, and uh, same thing with Idi Amin. At the end of his life, um, he he went to Saudi Arabia in exile, and he lived in comfort uh, mm-hmm. for decades. And, yeah claimed that God had showed him that he, how he would die. So all these crazy people, they claim a very close relationship with God and God speaking right to them. Yeah. Victory and Entebbe. Victory and Entebbe was, was a, was a movie where you can see about that, that case. Um, Baby Doc is another one in history. Have you, you've studied about Baby Doc? Uh, I have not. No. Baby Doc, wasn't he the crazy guy from, from Haiti and he ended up being run out on a rail and I don't know where he found, found rescue somewhere. 
So I'm fascinated by history, so I'm excited to read your book. Um, tell everybody uh, the title again and where they can get it. And um, thank you for being here, Scott Rank. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, History's Nine Most Insane Rulers, available wherever books are sold, or you can go to mostinsanerulers.com. Yeah, fun. Fun topic. Thank you for being here. I can, I think at some point Gavin Newsom's going to be on the list, but that's just me. Scott Ray, thanks for being here. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back, we got more to talk about. I'm going to tell you guys about the Supreme Court getting involved with some of these little lesser insane dictators here in the United States when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 exciting days. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th, 2020. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Scripture. For all the details and to reserve your spot today, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Sponsored by Qualified Home Loans. Saves you money and pays your loan costs. And Borderlands Cybersecurity. Protection against cyber thieves. Share your kindness with others. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com to enter. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days. Make 2020 a year you'll never forget. And join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world. And you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Join Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd through 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks drift through the day at a generally lower level and in the best month of the year. For the month, we are up 12.6%. 
and since the March low, 30%, still down 12% on the year. But the coronavirus hysteria is easing a bit, and uh, also Americans are finally getting to go back to work. This as we head into the rest of a truly ugly second quarter. But it's also priced in by those March lows. Wall Street, you see, looking ahead, not back, sees a second-half economic recovery predicted by Kudlow at the White House. And a political agenda and pundits who missed the boat, well, they're still all trying to talk things down. In the past six weeks, 30 million Americans lost their job, and April's unemployment figures will be out a week from tomorrow. That'll call a tale. Still Holland with the answer on Wall Street. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I teased out earlier that the Supreme Court's involved with some of these dictator-esque stay-at-home orders. What's happened is... A group of people in Pennsylvania filed a lawsuit um, called Petitioners, according to this article in Supreme Court uh, language. They're arguing that um, Governor Wolf's strict stay-at-home order uh, is unconstitutional. They're arguing that their rights under the First, Fifth, and Fourteenth Amendments have been violated. And uh, they laid out a variety of uh, grounds, obviously, for that. Um, And I quote, the order violated the petitioner's rights not to be deprived of their property without due process of law guaranteed by the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendments, the right not to have their property taken without just compensation guaranteed by the Fifth Amendment, their right to judicial review guaranteed by the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendments, their right to equal protection under the law guaranteed by the Fourteenth Amendment, and their right to free speech and assembly guaranteed by the First Amendment. Hello. One of the things I forgot to mention at the top of the show I don't recognize my country where the government governor can just decide to take your business from you. Gavin Newsom comes out yesterday. All these restaurants I've shut down. Guess what? I'm going to allow you to do some business in the form of dictating to you that you're going to use your restaurant to feed seniors. Hey, you farmers. I've I've made sure that there's nobody uh, that's able to get your farm to table produce because I've shut down farmers markets. But guess what? I'm going to take all that unused produce and I'm going to and, and I'm going to have it given to the food banks. Because guess what? Our food banks don't have enough food because the demand is so high. So he's, look at what he's done. Shuts down businesses, acts like he's doing them a favor by allowing them to participate in his program, basically controlling the means of production, controlling farmers, acting like he's doing, he's removed any customers from the farmers and he's acting like he's doing them a favor by taking their produce and giving it to food banks. Of course, the farmers are going to be paid for by taxpayer dollars. So he's going to take, he's shut down businesses, taking, then taking money from the same citizens he's, he's punished and he's hurting, take their taxpayers' dollars to go buy food from, from farmers to give to food banks. And you know what he said about all this? This forced economic destruction, un, unnecessary pain being inflicted on citizens in the state of California, all for power. Seizing businesses, which is private property for his own personal use. Seizing uh, goods and services from farmers for his own goods use. And acting because he's got people dependent who desperately need some money. He's acting like he's doing them a favor. 
He's acting like he's doing the citizens a favor who are so starving now because he's taking their jobs from them. He's acting like he's doing them a favor by by shoving some replenishing some shelves at the food banks. And you know what he said? The key part of this and how this ties into the Supreme Court, as he said yesterday in his press conference, these are the programs we've been fighting for for years. Welcome to Cuba. Welcome to Venezuela. This is it. They've got control. This is exact. By the way, this is exactly how Venezuela was taken down in 10 years. Every bit of this. He knows the hospitals are empty. He knows Palomar Hospital. Nathan Fletcher knows it too. Palomar Hospital, just in San Diego County, has laid off hundreds of healthcare workers. This whole thing was supposed to be about flattening the curve so we had available beds if people got sick from COVID. It's been a lie, and we cannot reopen. Let me tell you. You people that are supporting the social distancing guidelines that are putting out there from the masks to the, to the six feet distancing, all that is is regulations that will continue. There's no reopening if they can still control your business by telling you who you're allowed to serve and how you have to serve it. And oh, by the way, the masks over and over and over and over and over again, you've been told by virologists, you've been told by epidemiologists you, that this is not a general population pandemic and that the masks are unnecessary. If you are a healthy person, you don't need to be wearing a mask. And if you're a sick person, wear a mask if you want. Because you know what? If you if you think the masks work, by the way, then you should feel protected just by you having one on. You shouldn't require that I have one. We will never be reopened and ever be back to normal if the businesses can continue to be controlled through guidelines. So Sam Justice uh, Alito, getting back to this Pennsylvania Supreme Court, this is what this is why this this story that nobody's talking about today is important because Justice Alito was moved enough by the arguments of these petitioners that he's that he sent it back to Pennsylvania and said, "You must answer this case. You must respond to these petitioners here." One of which was a real estate agent who says, "I I can't sell homes because my business has been been called non-essential. She doesn't get to sell homes or show homes and sell a home." She doesn't eat. And you know what? She doesn't get a loan from the Small Business Administration because she doesn't have employees. She also doesn't qualify for unemployment. This is what we're doing out there. So hat tip to Justice Alito, who has, who has ordered the Pennsylvania government to respond to these arguments. This is what needs to happen. They need to be told by, by the Supreme Court of the United States that all of this is unconstitutional, including the social distancing guidelines. How is it that a business, and by the way, how is it that a business is not allowed to say, no, I don't want to bake a cake for somebody uh, for a wedding, but businesses are allowed to tell me, you can't come in my store if you're not wearing a mask. How is, how is that okay? I'm all for the, you have the right to refuse service to anybody. I'll stand by that all day long. You don't want to, here, here's the way it should be. You don't, you, you don't want to go to – restaurants should not be told they have to check somebody's temperature at the door. They have to have all their – how is supposed, somebody supposed to go in and eat a meal with a mask on? How are you supposed to sit and share a meal with somebody with six feet distance? How is it even going to work? Here's the deal. Bring freedom back. I want my country back. You don't want to go out and be around people without a mask. Stay home. The rest of us get to go out and be as close as we want to whoever we want without a mask. We'll be right back tomorrow. It'll be Friday. Love you all. Peace out.